Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today members podcast on Tuesday, 13th of June. This is general advice only, not to be confused with advice suited to your personal financial circumstances. And a good night on Wall Street overnight, up 190 points. And although our futures were up 25 this morning, we are doing nothing. Up two points, US market as well, led once again by the Nasdaq up 1.53%. I see Morgan Stanley talking about the breadth of the market rally and market exhaustion. As I've written, you take four or five of the big tech stocks out of the S&P 500 and the market hasn't gone anywhere this year. So a rock in a sock rally and wondering whether and when that's going to come to an end. As you know, I sold the FANG ETF last week and have missed out on another 3.4% gain since then, but still fairly convinced that we're in a bit of a bubble. Is it a long-term trend or a bubble? The big tech sector, AI and the cloud. Well, I think it is probably both. We're in a bit of a bubble in a great long-term trend. So still convinced selling has been the right thing to do. We had our first wobble and it could well develop. It's all on the CPI number this week, of course. US CPI number due out tonight. And then we've got the Federal Reserve meeting 2am on Thursday morning. And obviously interest rates are a big driver of tech sentiment, big tech sentiment. So if the CPI number's high, it could burst the bubble. If it's low, it was likely to continue, obviously. And if the Fed are dovish, it will continue. If they get hawkish, it could burst the bubble. My guess is that the CPI CPI number is likely to be benign, in which case we will be left hanging, still doing what we're doing, which is wondering when it's all going to end. I need to do a bit of work on these FANG stocks, just the big tech stocks generally. There are only 10 stocks in the FANG plus ETF, all US stocks, but probably worth having a look at their PEs relative to history and their price to sales ratios relative to history, just to see what sort of a bubble they're in, if they're in one at all. I will get to that at some point. All I can tell you for the moment is that anything to do with tech in the US is overbought and all of them recently in the last week had that one bad day and had a sell signal and that's been enough to get me out. Let's see what happens from here. Thank you everybody for your sympathies and advice regarding my bad back. Never had this before. Hopefully it blows over. Some of your stories are horrific. How long it can last? I'm sure mine will be gone with the wind. Let's hope so. Anyway, the good news is I am up in the middle of the night in pain sitting at the desk doing stock takes and you'll see some of those today I have asked for suggestions from members what stock takes or what stocks they are interested in. Did a very interesting one. Had three of you ask for Levisa, L-O-V. What a great stock when you go and have a look at it. All the brokers absolutely love it. Great business, great long-term prospects, but dropping into an absolute hole in the middle of this consumer discretionary sell-off ever since the RBA raised rates month before last as a bit of a surprise. And that's going to be a great buying opportunity. There are loads of stocks that are going to be a great trade, let alone an investment when the bottom of this consumer discretionary cycle comes. Notably, a rather disastrous consumer sentiment number out today. Westpac Melbourne index down from 89 to 79 since before and after the last RBA rate rise.
price. Anyway, some of the oversold retailers, mostly retailers, but consumer discretionary stocks include Adairs, AX1. Brokers have got average target prices on AX1, 32% above the current share price. Breville, JB Hi-Fi, Maya, Nick Scarly, Premier Investments, Super Retail, Wes Farmers. I did a stock take on Wes Farmers the other day. Another great stock. By the way, Wes Farmers is a conglomerate. You might have noticed they paid $91 million today for a telehealth company and you thought they were a retailer. They're also, of course, in lithium. They are a conglomerate, not a retailer. Anyway, there will be an opportunity in Wes Farmers as well at some point. Quality stock. Read the stock take. Just not yet. So all of those stocks still heading into a hole. And today we had a profits warning from Domino's, another consumer discretionary stock. Stock's down about 8% today. And this is also a sign that we are in the confession season ahead of the results season. The risk on all these consumer discretionary stocks is not just that results aren't as good as expected, but they're outlook statements are cautious or expected to be cautious with the results season coming up in August. So you wouldn't be buying any of them yet, but obviously there is an opportunity coming up at some point, maybe months away. And some of the fundamentals on retailers are showing low PEs, high yields, and plenty of brokers with buy recommendations or will regenerate their buy recommendations come the moment. Moment doesn't appear to be here. Another stock I did on request was Arafura ARU have a look at that rare earths it's a project that's in development needs 1.6 billion dollars to develop they've got 150 million they need offtake agreements they need capital raisings those two probably go hand in hand lots to do no earnings it's a play and there are obviously a few plays on rare earths peak linus but if you have a look at rare earths prices at the moment going the wrong way so i've written and probably will write up linus in the same way as a play on rare earth sentiment which at the moment is again in a hole lots of things in a hole at the moment and i've also written up nanasonic's conclusion on that great company great business doing the hard yards but savagely overpriced there's a big difference between a company and its share price in the strategy portfolio you'll see still sitting in 32 percent cash which is a touch embarrassing as the nasdaq or as big tech continues to rally quite happy with that though wondering why i'm bothering holding this REIT ETF, which is slowly losing some fairly substantial gains as interest rates go higher. In the one stock portfolio, still in cash, looking hard for ideas. But as you can see, there are lots of great stocks, but just not yet or not at pivot points. And I've put the Macquarie and BHP one stock portfolio charts up, not convinced by either of those at this point in time. I see quite a bit of recession chatter creeping into the Australian strategists and economists content at the moment. NAB saying, we're going to see interest rates at 4.6%. That's two more rate rises from here. There's an 18% chance of a rate rise at the next RBA meeting beginning of next month, obviously, first Tuesday of the month every month. So NAB, two more rate rises. HSBC now saying a high risk of outright recession in Australia. They've downgraded GDP forecasts. They see a 50% chance of a recession. CBA has the odds of recession at 50% as well. They've downgraded GDP forecasts. They also, interestingly, see unemployment picking up to 4.7%. We have had 400 basis points of rate rises since May last year, and the last 50 basis points of those was essentially unexpected. And the Australian 10 and two-year bond yields have inverted, which is a sign of recession fears. So bond markets pricing in two more rate hikes and a peak in official rates at 4.6%. More pain to come is the message to consumers and mortgagors. Uranium heavy
having a good day today. I don't know whether you've spotted that. The Sprott Uranium Miners ETF, which is the one listed on the New York Stock Exchange, is now up 19% in a couple of weeks. Namibian export bans, I think, is the driver anyway. Wholly unreliable sector having a bounce. And that's about that. I have a quote I read today. I'm sure I've read it before, but I did quite like it, so I've repeated it. An investor's worst nightmare is probably himself. Good one. Also written today, please tell me we don't have to worry about Trump. Don't email me, Trumpites. The golden rules of newsletters are do not mention politics, religion, AFL, and a new one in the last five years, Trump. You just get bombarded with emails. Right, that's about that. Henry picking up on the Tesserent bid, also on the uranium pop. He also has links to a NAB trade article he's done and a video on end of financial year considerations. And he's talking as well about the dog show, Crufts. Anyone from England will know what Crufts is. Anyone from anywhere should know what Crufts is. Stocks that are likely to see a last blast of tax loss selling before having a bounce. He lists a few of them. Incitec Pivot being one of them. Top of the top of the dogs. Top dog. There you go. And lots of retailers well in that grouping. Right, there we go. Waiting for the CPI number from the US and waiting for the US FOMC meeting. Whilst we do that, our market was up seven points this morning, now down five, has been down 21. We're doing nothing. Domino's down 7.6%. Uranium stocks up. Resources stocks down. Banks doing nothing. That's about that. If you do have stocks you'd particularly like a stock take on, you can email me. I have got quite a few requests already though. Apart from that, you have a fabulous day and we'll be back tomorrow.